good to be with you guys today. Yeah. Man, we got uh, something interesting that has come up. We, you know, we give uh, Alex a hard time about his ailment mm-hmm. with this. Do we? Eosinophilic esophagitis. Mm-hmm. Eosinophilic esophagitis. Nailed it, both of you. Yep. Um, we give him a hard time about it, and uh, we've got another one that's been going on. Well, I, how about this? I'm just going to let you talk about yeah, it. This but, is, yeah. This is Todd's uh, deal. So, you know, Allie V talked about eosinophilic esophagitis. B Wingage over there talked about uh, <laughs> B Wingage. <laughs> he talked uh, about his hyperhidrosis. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot so about that. I thought, what's weird about my body? Let's talk about <laughs> it, right? I like that intro. <laughs> Let's talk about it. And what's crazy is y'all y'all have actually like medical names for what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. True. Two weeks ago, no lies. It's hundred percent true. I ask a ENT. I'm having problems with my ear. I said, man, what's, why is this happening? He said, you just got a crappy ear, man. <laughs> That's what he said. So I just got a crappy ear, I guess. Was that what, the medical term for it? What, yeah. what was happening? Well, let's go, let's go way back, man. All right, let's go way back. Because this is like two weeks ago was wild. Is uh, that what we should title this, by the way? Todd's, crappy ear. Todd's crappy yeah. ear or ears? Yeah. Is it's it? It's just one ear. Really? Which yeah. one? It's even weirder. Left, Left mm-hmm. ear. Left ear. So, as as a child, I had a lot of ear infections, like frequent, hmm. not too uncommon, right? Yeah. Uh, but even into like high school, I would have an ear infection every now and then. Uh, and then, I guess I was in my mid twenties, man, and I was started having like muffled hearing. Okay, just out of the left ear. Yes. And the muffled hearing ended up being, it went into an infection. And I just went to like a dock in the box, you know, urgent care type thing. Right. And this is infected, but you also have a bunch of wax in there. We're going to try to clean it out. And they went in there basically like fl- trying to flush it out. Okay. And they got a little bit out and said, here, take these drops and go to a pharmacy and buy a ear flush kit. Didn't even know there was such a thing. There is. Yes. <laughs> you put these drops in your ear and you let them sit for a while, and then it's just like you flush it out with water, mm-hmm. and you'll see wax coming out. It's called a lavage? No, that navage is for your... I know, but I think it's called a lavage. Is it? I'm pretty uh-huh. sure. Or lavaging, maybe, is the is the act of doing that. This first right, time I've heard that word. All right, go ahead. I'll, I'll look it up, see if I'm right or not. So <laughs> that was probably 2008 or nine. When I had that first earwax deal, well, uh, over the next eight or nine years, I kept going. Like every now, every now and then, I had the same symptoms. It didn't get infected, but it was. I'd go and they say, "Oh, there's a bunch of wax in there. Put these drops in, and get it out." But it was never coming out. What was happening was it was just getting enough out to where it wasn't affecting my hearing anymore. But it was never. But it was never getting the whole of it out. Yeah. Also, not just the ear infections and uh, wax, but I've I've had sinus infections a handful of times, like really bad sinus infections, where I will pass out, and it's because of my inner ear. Like, there's so much pressure that, uh, yeah, I fainted a few times. And I'll tell you a pretty embarrassing story about one time I fainted. 
Never told this story. Y'all remember a while back I had an idea for a podcast on what I call it? Somebody else's story. Something that happened to you and you know that people saw it and they still tell that story. Oh, yeah, I remember that. This is the story I had in mind. Okay. I was at, uh, I don't remember the name of the place. It's some... Oh, wait, wait. You're saying when you were somebody else's story. Yes. Mm-hmm. When like I was somewhere and I saw a guy. Da, da. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What I'm about to tell you, there's he, people out there who have told this story. I okay. promise. Okay. Because I'd be telling it. I uh, like this idea, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I remember you saying this. Yeah. Uh, you didn't seem to care at all. What? I <laughs> Blake, was, it. Blake was just blowing and going over there. So I don't remember the name of this place. It was some kind of like Irish pub, McGrinnigan's or whatever, you know. Uh, <laughs> that sounds on brand. <laughs> down south side of Birmingham. It's in the area that's now the Waits, if you're familiar with yeah, the area. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. I'm not. I was there watching a band called Tonal Vision. <laughs> All right. And this, this was an old building, and it was a restaurant and bar. The bathrooms were just like, on a wall in the middle of like a big, at a big dining room area, and you open the door, you see everything. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. no, you know, bathrooms now, they're built with a wall. You know, you can't really see in there. Well, I had to, I got up from the table, we were eating, and I got up to go pee. And as I was walking, I had a sinus infection at the time. As I was walking, I started feeling lightheaded. Got to the urinal, started taking care of business. Next thing I know, I'm on the floor of the bathroom, everything hanging out. Hmm. The door is open to the dining room, and there's a guy standing over me going, you all right, man? How long ago was this? It was probably 2010 or How long do you think you were out for? Not long. I just, I mean, it was pretty quick. Hmm. But I know people in that dining room saw me and have been telling that story for 12, 13 years. Dang. Wow. They all because of an inner ear. They thought you were drunk. Yeah. That, that's probably what everybody assumed. But no, nah, man. I mean, I was just, it just happened quick. You've had stuff where we've been like recording and had some inner well, ear stuff too. That I'm getting, I'm yeah. going to get into I that. I didn't mean to jump into that. I <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. So <laughs> back to the earwax thing. I went from, I think it was 2008 when I first had the, 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 Doctor, tell me, hey, you got a bunch of wax in there. To probably 2016 or 17, when I had this, the hearing was very muffled, and I was like, I'm not going to urgent care. I'm going to go to ENT, right? And went to that guy, and he said, there's a lot of wax in there. And he spent 10, 15 minutes. It was painful. And he dug out Mm -hmm. a hard chunk of wax Sizable, like uh, maybe half inch long, pencil thickness. Oh my gosh! Okay, mm. it's it's crazy. Sounds painful. Like the size of like a like a a skittle. No, it's bigger than a skittle. Bigger than a skittle. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a, two like skittles. A, like a peanut M M&M. and If you smashed up two skittles, a peanut M M&M. and M. Yes. Okay. No, <laughs> peanut butter M&M. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay, that was 2016 or whatever. <laughs> Jump forward 
I hadn't had really much problems out of it until late 2021. I remember the first time it happened, I was on stage, got my inner monitors on, playing guitar, and I just started feeling dizzy, like just lightheaded and dizzy, but it wasn't, wasn't extreme dizziness. It was just a little bit. So I didn't even tell anybody. So that happened a couple of times. And then a few months into 2022, so like a year ago, it was probably right out of a year ago. Now think about it. We, we played at another church, and it was a big room. Like the room was huge, a lot of speakers. Hmm. And I was playing up there, dude. And I, I can't explain exactly what happened, but it's like all of a sudden, I couldn't differentiate any of the instruments with my brain. It was like all the sounds. was just It was noise. just a jumbled mess of noise coming into my ears. I couldn't. I was struggling. All I was thinking was just play the right chords in time. That's all I was trying to do. And uh, that kind of freaked me out. I think I was there when this, I think Holly told me about it after. Well, you were you were at the the worst one okay. that I've had. So that I didn't tell anybody about that one until okay. later. But I had that happen in throughout last year. I think there was four instances of it. And the last one was at some church of God. And dude, I literally by the time it was over, my left ear was just ringing. I mean, just high pitched mm. and I was the whole room was spinning. I was standing on that stage thinking I'm either about to throw up or pass out in front of all these people. And that just makes you go into a panic, yeah. you know, because of the situation. It's like, I don't, you know, I'm going to be the guy that threw up on stage, right? Mm-hmm. So, man, I, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, as soon as the set was over, I ran. I didn't run, but I went as quickly as I could to the bathroom because I was going to throw up. And I just had to sit there for a few minutes, man, mm-hmm. just panicking. But it's the same. It, all the other symptoms were the same. Like all the noises just come together. Can't. It's like you're just really disoriented. Can't. Can't really explain. Just disoriented. And during this whole process, I went to a doctor one time, but Blake mentioned it, and I was already thinking this. I thought I maybe I had Meniere's disease. You know what that is? I do not. Meniere's disease is a. Do you like how I diagnosed him though? I mean, I, I, I'd you already, like how I diagnosed him with something you've never heard of. Let <laughs> me let me ask Blake: Have you ever thought that you had that at one point in time? No, I don't think so because I, I've never really had maybe once or twice, very mildly, but I've never had like vertigo type problems. See, I've, I've always had like my mother in law has, and that's how I knew mm-hmm. that's how I knew what Meniere's disease was. I knew because of my mother in law and because of Dana White. Mm-hmm. Do you have it? <laughs> yeah. Mm. He's had it. I only know because of uh, Ryan Adams. Okay. He has it. Yeah. Quit playing music for a few years because he couldn't handle that. Yeah. So it just, it makes you, all the symptoms that basically I was having, it's kind of stuff that. Extreme vertigo. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so I thought I might have Meniere's, but also, you know, this whole, the left ear has been bad, but I'm just very sensitive to noises, to sound. Like some sounds, are there sounds that just make you angry? Because sounds make me angry. Not like not I'm frustrated. I'm talking about 
angry. And I don't, I can't handle it. It's like, I know it's, uh, it's not rational, yeah. but it makes me mad to hear somebody chew. <laughs> it makes me so mad to hear somebody stirring up a big pot of pasta. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> <Those are> oddly <laughs> specific. Oh, dude. Uh, I can, y'all know anybody that wears their keys on the, Oh yeah, on the and it's chink, chink. yeah, infuriating. I, I, no disrespect to anybody that does that. I can't be your friend. I mean, we can't hang out much. <laughs> you want to hang out with top with keys in that. your pocket? You know, pop punk music, stuff like that, mm-hmm. just make me mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this whole time I'm thinking I got my ears. Okay, right <laughs> after I diagnosed it. No, just yeah, <laughs> definitely had my ears. Uh, Anyway, so two weeks ago, man, I had the muffled hearing and the worst. But you had, well, let me back up, because you had actually had an episode. Oh, yeah, I had one in here. In here. Yeah. That's when right. we were recording. Yeah, it, 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 it's very, it's oddly specific. Anytime I've had these episodes, it's when I've either had earbuds in or headphones. Mm. And that the day it happened up here, we, I think we were here like three hours. Yeah. And by the time I got up, I thought I was going to fall back down. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. Weird, man. So, two weeks ago, I started having pain. And this time, it's not like... It's a weird ear pain, man. It's like an ache. And anytime I take a bite of food, it would hurt. Yeah. And then it started, like, throbbing. So, I went to the dock. Earwax situation again. Mm. And, dude... It took him 10 to 15 minutes to get it out in 2016. I was in there for an hour. Oh, my gosh. How painful was it? Uh, or they were in there for an hour. Y- y'all were just talking about when I explained the first situation, mm-hmm. the first uh, earwax removal, Blake was like, that's painful. I thought the first time was painful. This time, so the way you describe my crappy year is, your ear canal is supposed to shed skin, which gets the wax out, right? Your skin's always shedding. Did not know any it's of this. Clearing, clearing the wax out, clearing things out of your ear. Well, evidently, mine doesn't shed fast enough, and I have a narrow canal. And what happens is I don't produce a, like, uh, wet wax. You mm-hmm. see some people got that gooey wax? Mm-hmm. Mine's dry as a bone, bro. <laughs> I'm talking about dry. The way he described that. <laughs> it is dry wax. I got that dry wax, dude. I so, wonder, though, because your earwax actually, it, it dries in order to expel itself. Yes. Like, normally, it, it creates a thin... Like if you do not, because that's a one thing that I think is a misconception with people is they think, if you got earwax, it's gross or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? If you don't have snot, earwax... I mean, it's, like, it's like snot of your ears. It's yeah. cleaning your ear out. If you don't have earwax, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Or there would be if you didn't have it. So if you don't have problems with your ears, it's because your ears are producing and expelling earwax properly. properly. Yeah. yeah. So Because everybody has like a really thin layer of wax along their ear canal, but it's it's basically like the last, you know half mm-hmm. to you know the last half or two-thirds maybe or whatever i don't know the exact but anyway of your canal it's deeper in there mm-hmm. basically and then as it dries it comes it works its way out to the surface 
You ever you ever felt something in your ear just wax dropping down? No, I have. It's weird, huh? <laughs> it's weird, dude. But yours, for whatever reason, the, the, I guess that's what I'm saying. I'm wondering if is it normal, and then it and then it dries, and then it's not expelling correctly for some reason. Like, no, I you, don't think so. Because does I your canal never... slope the wrong way or something like that? Is there I mean, a fix? Not really. Frequent, frequent ear yeah. washing, I guess. Like inner ear washing. So I got the hard wax, and what happens in my ear is it starts building up around the edge. So every time I go, I mean, think about all the times I've been to the doctor and they've looked in my ear. That's mm-hmm. what I was thinking about. Like, why are they not saying, you got a problem here, bro? Because if they look in there, any old doctor, and see your eardrum, they out. They ain't worried about it. You know, they see yeah. wax in there. Yeah. And they see your eardrum, then they're not worried about it. Right. So all those times people were looking in my ear, the doctor was looking in my ear, what was happening is the wax was building up around the canal. Right. So it wasn't like you could still see all the way to the drum, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it finally closed that drum up was when it started giving me problems. And what happens with this wax is it's not coming out, but your body still keeps trying to shed the skin. So it's layers and layers and layers of skin that is basically fused with this Mm. hardened wax. So he had to go in there and basically he used, it's like a tiny little pressure washer. (laughs) That's the only way I know to describe it. And just go into town. All here. How loud was it? (laughs) (laughs) You know, all those kind of noises. So pressure wash it, stick a vacuum in there. (laughs) And then go in, go at it with a pick and like a, Oh, like some tiny pliers. This sounds awful. And some some forceps. Dude, he, he, he got in there and went at it about 10 or 15 minutes. And then he said, Man, this stuff's really hard. Uh, let's put some let's put some drops in it for about 15 minutes. I'll come back. So we did that, and then he went back in there for probably 20 more minutes, and he, he stopped, and he said, look, I've had to put people to sleep to get this kind of stuff out before. And it was, it was already hurting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was, at this point, I'm, like, holding the chair pretty tight, you know, gritting my teeth. So I've had to put people to sleep to get this kind of stuff out before. So, you know, if you want to go home with some drops, I've heard that story before, and come back next week, we can do that. Or if you think you can bear it, I'll just keep going. And I said, if I need to stop, I'll let you know. And he kept going, man. And then it was it kept like the pain kept getting worse and worse and worse. This sounds so bad. And every <laughs> was was crazy. Is I could tell when he was like grabbing the wax that was stuck, stuck to my skin and pulling it because I'd hear crackling, and that was my skin pulling off the inner in my ear. Your I hate ear, this story. The skin of your skin ear, of my ear I of hate your this ear story. canal. Yes, this is hurting me. <laughs> so big climax here. I'm I'm telling you, dude, the pain was unreal. Like. Eyes tearing up. My, at one point, I was my right foot was just like popping up and down, mm. and I was just like, "Keep going, just keep going." Clenching your fists, yeah, tur- curling your toes. Oh, it's bad, and <laughs> and it was getting worse and worse. And then 
I promise you, I was about a second away from saying I've had enough. Like, I'm done. And something let loose, bro. Just pop. All of a sudden, I could hear a little better. But <laughs> instantly, when it cut loose, my nose, snot, just poured. Tears rolled down both sides of my face. Like every fluid in my head just started moving. That's wild. I got dizzy. I said, I'm going to pass out. And I started falling out of the chair, and the uh, nurse had to <laughs> keep me from falling out of the chair. Good grief. Yeah. So he showed me what he pulled out, dude. It's unreal. If you took about a stick and a half of Wrigley's, chewed it up, <laughs> and then shoved it and packed it and kept packing it in somebody's ear, that's what he pulled out of my ear. How, like, oh, so when you leave after this, how much better do you feel? I didn't feel better at all. Uh-huh. Honestly, it was like kind of... I was shook. I was shook up, man. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah. Hmm. It was, uh, I mean, because that, that moment right before it let loose, I'm pretty sure that was the worst pain, that acute moment of pain I've ever felt in my life. I'm impressed you didn't tap. I didn't want, I didn't want to. Didn't want to have to go through it again. Yeah, and if you've, if you've never dealt with having trouble hearing out of one ear, mm-hmm. it is incredibly uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable, man. So you at least felt better in that regard, right? Yeah. Well, as soon as you left, for about four or five hours, and then the hearing kind of went away, kind of muffled again. And I think what was happening is it was uh, scabbing over. Mm. I mean, I had uh, I was waking up with blood on my pillow for a couple of days. Dang, it's crazy, man. He showed me the wax, and he said, you see all that white stuff? And the whole thing was just, I ran the whole outer of it. It was this thick, white stuff. He said, that's your skin. I had to cut it and scrape it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I can't think about that. That hurts me. So what color was the actual mass itself? Like dark colored? It was uh, it's kind of a camo color scheme. <laughs> digital? Yeah. A little yeah. digital camo? Digital, pixelated. <laughs> I mean, there was some black and greens, and it's just really dark and disgusting looking. Did it have hair on it too? I'm sure it did. Like the hair. You didn't keep it. it. You didn't yeah. take a picture of it. That's what I was wondering. I would have had to have taken. No, a picture I of was it. when we first started. You didn't know how to work a phone by the time they were done. <laughs> no, I actually okay. The, the I remembered how big the one he pulled out was last time. So when he started, I was saying I'm gonna get a picture of it this time. But by the end of it. When he was showing it to me, I was just like, I, I couldn't even think about taking a picture. I just wanted to leave. Yeah. But he, he had it in tissue. He said, squeeze it. <laughs> and it felt like a rock. I'm talking about hard. That's crazy. Got that crappy ear. He said, it's just uh, it's genetics, man. And there's nothing you can do. And that's what he, that's it. what they called it. That's crappy. what he called it, a crappy ear. He said, it's just, it's just genetics, man. It's something about the shape of my canal and how it, you know, Spells wax. I just said that. And See, I think that's what it is. I should be an ENT. And you know, also, you spent too much time on WebMD. <laughs> it's a problem. I didn't know this until that day. But I called my mom and my grandpa had an issue with this. Yeah, crappy ear too. And she's got a crappy ear. She has an ear infection right now. Mm. It's just like a family thing. Got that Lawrence ear, man. So what they they what did they tell you to do? He uh. Well, I didn't tell about the the time I went 
last summer I went to the ENT just because of the symptoms I was having on yeah. stage. Right. And he looked at me like I was crazy, pretty much. Yeah. And I, and he was like, you just need to, you know, keep a log. Right now we don't have enough information uh, for insurance to do MRIs and all this stuff, you know. Ain't that, keep a log. Stand, standard lines. Keep a log of whenever but, this thing's happening. But they looked in your ear. I, that's, what, that's what I'm talking about. But he saw my drum, so he wasn't worried about it. Huh. Should took that big ball of wax and threw it at him. Yeah. But he, uh, dude said, really nothing we can do. But, I mean, think about how long that wax is in my ear, dude. It means years. So every six months, I'm going to have, have it cleaned out. Oh, you go to them and have it yeah. professionally cleaned. Oh, yeah. Flush deep, that baby out. Deep clean. And as far as like all the Meniere symptoms, because of my sensitivity to sounds and all that, he said there may be some like, you know, minimal, just a little touch of something like Meniere's. But all that wax in there, building pressure on the drum, because that's what happened. All throughout last year, those little episodes I was having was getting worse and mm. worse. And, it's cut, and we're hoping, I hope, yeah. it's because that wax was building up. And now if I keep it cleaned out, it's not going to happen again. So, and you haven't had one since? I mean, last one I had sometime last fall, but it wasn't really mm. a bad one. The worst one I had was that seven church. Yeah, time. I remember that. And it was, the, the only time it's been really bad, like freaked me out, is in big rooms like that. Something about having sound in my ear but still being able to hear all the noise of the room bouncing back mm-hmm. at me just freaks me out i know that being in like a crowd too when it starts happening to you it's like the pressure you put on yourself to try to figure yeah. out how to fix it, even though you can't do anything yeah, yeah. It's, it's not fun so i got a um i don't like videos my wife likes videos of like she likes like dr pimple popper and stuff mm-hmm. like that nah. i ain't down with that me either but for whatever reason, so I don't like like gross body type videos. But for whatever reason, when people get stuff out of people's ears, I do like those. I think it's nah. interesting. Have I you wish ever I watched the wax videos? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ever seen one like mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. They're massive, aren't they? Mm-hmm. It's like when you see it, you're like, how is that in an ear? Mm-hmm. How is that possible? Yep. And I've watched one where they couldn't get it to turn loose like that. And they basically kind of had to just like shave around it. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. You, yeah. you have to separate the wax from the skin and yeah. keep pulling. Mm-hmm. And they'll have a little suction device that'll grab a hold of it to try to pull it out and stuff. But they anyway, they have a bunch of different things that they'll go in there and use and they'll irrigate. And anyway, it's crazy. But, you know, they it, when you got to talking about it, it made me interested. Have you ever looked at the, I think it's called an otoscope, OTO scope? On Amazon. The thing that they look in your ear with? Well, you can buy one on Amazon that looks like a, uh, it just, it, it almost looks like an electric toothbrush, but mm-hmm. it's got a, the, the body of it does, but it's got a really, really thin head on it with a really soft tilico- silicone tip. And built into that is a camera and a light. Okay. And it'll pair to your phone. So you can actually look into oh, it. Oh, I have seen that, yeah. You can look into your own ear. But they're like $30 on Amazon. It might, be, it might be worth having one just to be able to... To see the build-up? Yeah. yeah. To see, see when it, I need to go. See if it's starting to build I up. I don't ever want to see it in my own ear. Really? Yeah, I just like it. You know, just wanted to exist in there. I don't need to see that. I, I've been... I've, I put an autoscope on my uh, Amazon wish list last year. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody bought it for me for Christmas. So, I guess they thought it was stupid. 
<laughs> I thought I thought Shows it was a, them. that was a legit thing to ask for. Have you ever done ear candling? Yes. No. No. I heard. I it's, think it's. I think it's bogus. Though. I've, I've heard it's a myth. It's completely bogus. Yeah. I actually because I, I I wanted to mention that because of this because um, I did it once when I was like I think I was a teenager and when it was happening I was like this this is not legitimate. I know somebody <laughs> yeah. I know somebody who who had done it and I'm not going to mention her by name because I don't want to throw her under the bus. <laughs> but you but, know who you are. Okay, but I know people that are that believe in it. Mm. Like they think that it's there's actually something to it, but. There's absolutely not nothing I mean, at all. They, they unwrap a candle and say, "Oh, that's my earwax." Mm-hmm. Well, what's the candle made of? Yeah. Well, the can yeah the candles are essentially like usually like the the or the ear cones or whatever mm-hmm. they yeah they're they're linen or yeah. or some type of thin like burlap type material usually like a linen type material uh, some kind of mesh fabric that is soaked in either beeswax or paraffin wax mm-hmm. and then hardened into that cone shape. What's paraffin? Paraffin it's wax. Like, you want to say? Man, I tell you what, back in the 90s, everybody had a paraffin wax machine in their house. Paraffin mm. wax dip? Dip it in there, let it... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's what they use for, yeah, people use it on their skin. My grandmama had one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, that, yeah, so usually it's paraffin wax or beeswax, and they'll put, they dip that cloth in there, and then they roll them into that cone shape, and then it hardens, and then you got to stick that thing in your ear. You can buy it in, like, the pharmacy section at, at Walmart. Used to be, what, you're talking about? The ear. The ear cones? Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And there's people that do, there's people that run it as a business, but... All that is is like what you said when when you get down because I've done it. Where it's you, just you know, the candle material, the yeah, cone material. It's that wax that has settled at the bottom that's coming out of that gravity, but, but it's burned as <laughs> yeah. well, and that's why it has that dark, gross look to it because it's it's burned wax. So anyway, I just want to put that out there because if anybody you. There are so many people. If you if you Google that and you start doing some searching on it, it is unreal the amount of emergency room visits that are created because of ear candling. Mm. I mean, it it makes sense to me that it would yeah. cause issues because you're burning something, and like you said, that that wax is running down, and then thankfully it's hardening right mm. before yeah the worst moment when that hot wax would run into your ear. I don't think I don't know if you've ever had hot wax poured on your eardrum, but I don't think I don't think that would be. I haven't. Yeah, I would do it choose right now. not to. <laughs> you got a candle. <laughs> but anyway, so so that's where you're at. You got now. a crappy ear, bro. Hopefully, uh, keep it cleaned out. Be good to go. And they get, did they did I'm curious. Did they put you on anything? They give you like some antibiotics or something. Antibiotic drops. Yeah, because of all that digging around. Oh yeah, to prevent any kind of. And it uh. Let's see, that was on a Thursday. This past Saturday, I finally got full hearing back, and I think that was just like scabbing over. Yeah, mm, that makes sense. Hmm. That's wild. Tell me about it, bro. How, do you feel better, though, like knowing, okay, this is what it's been? Yes and no, hmm. because I, you know, I'm glad I know that. Hopefully that's what all the problems are with, but it just makes me mad. And I have, I mean, I've been to the doctor for COVID, flu, uh, 
they have to do a yearly wellness screening. Yeah. And no doctor has ever said, "Hey, you got a lot of wax in there." Mm. That I don't I don't understand. It's a little frustrating. Yeah. I, I've wondered too as we were talking about it if in-ear monitors affected it in any way because the one of the and something that we haven't brought up other than ear candling is Q-tips because everybody uses yeah. Q-tips. And that's like one of the worst any ENT will tell you that. Mm. Like everybody, every doctor who's an expert in ears will tell you that a, sticking a Q-tip deep into your ear to yeah. clean it is the worst thing that you can Bad possibly news. do. I've never cleaned my ears. That's what uh, the maybe doctor si- maybe that's single. What, that's what my ENT said. I've never. He said I've never like flushed it out with water. I haven't ever done anything. I've used Q-tips before, but like maybe in the teens in yeah. my entire life. So a doctor, Not often. most doctors. Like Todd's saying, what they'll tell you is um, you, if your ears are functioning properly, there is no reason to ever clean them out. The only thing that you may want to do just for hygiene purposes is wipe the outside of your ear, like with a washcloth. Never. You know, the, ex- the exterior part of your ear, uh, just like you would bathe any other part of your body, you know. But, Theoretically. Yeah. <laughs> the, the monitor, in your monitor thing, though? Yeah. I don't think it did yeah. have any effect on it because I don't. I don't have custom I got earbuds. You. Now, if if at any point during all this going on, I went to get molds made, they would say, that ain't going to happen, bro. Yeah. Get that wax out of your ear, right? Right. And the right ear has never had any issue at all. Yeah. Well, I just wondered that because I do have the custom molds, and that, that, that part of that ear canal is deep. It's pretty mm-hmm. deep that goes in there. And I've wondered before if it was essentially having, like, the Q-tip effect. Like how, because the reason they tell you not to use a Q-tip is because you'll impact Mm -hmm. earwax into your ear that will harden. But uh, yeah, they say to just use a washcloth on the outside of your ear. And if you do use a Q-tip, only just in the crevices on the outside of your ear. Don't actually stick it down into your I think we clean a lot of stuff that ain't really dirty. That's just like a theory. You're that guy that like you get in the shower and you just wash like your armpits and your hair and you just figure as the water runs. No, down. Not, I'm a I'm a thorough cleaner now. Okay. He wears, this he is wears deodorant though. Yeah, he does it. wear deodorant. Do y'all use like? Are y'all using like a washcloth rag? Or are you using like your hand? So it just washcloth. depends on the situation. Usually, usually I will use the a washcloth, but and a bar a bar of soap with a washcloth. I'm team bar soap, by the way. Bar yeah. for sure. But I will. I'm. But I'm not beyond just my hand with the bar of soap in yeah. my hand. Okay. Because I use, the the soap that I use is only mine, mm-hmm. so yeah. Anyway, I did have because I was uh, curious what they told you as far as how to clean it. You know, you're supposed to, um, if you like, if you just do a Google search on this, it it says to uh, create a cleaning solution for your ears is uh, one of the go to ones is equal parts water and hydrogen peroxide for flushing your ears. Says the hydrogen peroxide is able to soften and break down the earwax and helps it dissolve quicker. Anyway, makes sense. But they also have like commercially available drops that are kind of you know designed for the same reason, like the stuff I'm sure they were using yeah. in the office there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, well, you'll have to give us an update. Ear. No crappy ear, yeah. Todd. We'll have to give us an update once uh, you know after some time passes to oh, see. Yeah. I hope I hope there's nothing to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Hope it doesn't happen again. Yep. All right. Next time, I guess.